temperature test him. He's been hot. Can you believe it? Eddie's back. All hail Eddie. What about this from ball inside? 50, Cottrell! From nowhere! Cottrell from 45, directly in front. The Blues are up by a kicky Have a look at him! Back there for Cripps. Spins out of traffic. Through one. Pass another. Jones is class. Gets it back from Betts. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. Your host Jed Zetzer here and I'm back in the studio with my co-host Harrison Hyman's Bolt. Welcome back. How are we? It's been a bit of a break, a bit of a hiatus, but we are back in the studio and I'm very pumped to be back, Bolt. Our list has been somewhat finalised. There's still, I think we've yep. still got a list spot open, which might be filled in the supplementary period. But for now, our list is finalised. The draft is done and uh, we welcome two new blue baggers abro- aboard. Yes, um, exciting for those, and it's been a bit of a turbulent, you know, off season for us, and it obviously got even more turbulent a couple of weeks ago with the sudden retirement of one of my favourites, Liam Jones. Um, yes, which we haven't really addressed yet. Well, we, we haven't, haven't had it. We haven't had a show since uh, when was our last show? The trade period, wrapping or even up the trade since period. We got Vossi. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, look, it's going to be very interesting uh, how everything unfolds, but we're going to dissect it. So, the AFL draft uh, occurred over two nights last week. Yep. We didn't feature on the first night. Yep. And I was at a point sort of thinking we may not even feature that early on the second night because it was well documented that our pick 25 was on the table. Um, we were looking to dish it off possibly for something later. I don't think they really rated the draft pool that highly or didn't really see anyone in that area that could uh, come in and fill their needs. But um, I actually think we did quite well. We ended up drafting Jesse Motlop bolt with pick 27. Connor McDonald was the name that I think everyone expected to be read out when it was our pick. Cal Toomey was across it, a couple of other draft experts. Pretty much everyone was saying, yep, if this uh, McDonald is available, then... That will be the player Carlton get, but uh, it didn't pan out that way. Hawthorne picked him, and we got Jesse Motlop. Interesting. Well, obviously, we you know with Betts retiring, there's a a gap in the small forward ranks at Carlton, and it now presents an opportunity for four of them to really go head to head for maybe one or two spots this year. Um, and I'm not going to rate him because I've never seen him play. Yeah, um, he's very slight. 74 kilos. I actually think he look. If you look at photos of him, I'll get some photos up. I actually reckon he looks quite muscular for an 18-year-old crumbing forward. I don't know. Look, he doesn't weigh a lot, and he's obviously a little man, but we'll see. It's going to be all about electricity. It's going to be all about spark and energy in the forward line. And he he's... looks pretty big there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a photo, but still. Yeah, look, it's going to be very much... Motlop versus Durden versus Honey versus Owies for one or two spots and you can even chuck Fisher into that mm. pack as well. 
Um, and I look, I've got his stats here from the Waffle this year. Average 1.1 goal a game and 8.6 disposals a game. So he's not... Like, and I don't, we obviously don't expect players like that to get a lot of the footy. I think... I don't think he's going to play a lot next year. I think he's going to be very really? raw. I think he's going to be very raw. I just think it's a project down the line, really. See, I actually like reckon he'll play. Well, it's hard to know, as in I'm guessing. Yeah, but we're both, I, I we're just both think, guessing. I just think the fact that Honey and Durden are so young as well, and they've you know got a preseason or two under their belt, respectively, I think they'll just be more ready to play straight away. Well, Honey's the one, in my opinion, yeah. who's a lock. He's a lock in there. Um it's interesting. Do you have Durden ahead of Owies? I mean, I, I probably have Owies ahead of yeah, Durden. Yeah, Owies ahead of Durden. But I don't right think now, but I, I don't think either of them will play. I think it'll be Fisher and Honey. Yeah, they'll get the first crack. Well, yeah, we'll see you, what happens. You also never know with Voss. He might want to play Fisher higher up the ground. Maybe. Um, so Jesse Motlop was our only pick. We upgraded Matt Kennedy and Josh Honey to the senior list, which meant we didn't have another pick in the national draft, but the rookie draft. Uh, very interesting. So, we did have three picks. Well, but... we were warned. We were warned what was happening in the rookie draft. Well, yeah, we knew. We knew. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get it up now. Quickly while I do, obviously we know who we took, but I'm going to just run through all the picks. What are your thoughts on the rookie draft? It's because an absolute joke. I was going to say, to me, it's become it's become think, a laugh. I don't think the rookie list should exist. Just expand the senior list. So, I'll go through the rookie draft. So... Within inside the top ten, we had Pollock, Casbolt, Ben Davis, O'Brien, um, like Louis Taylor went pick twelve, Ellis Yolman, Trent Dumont. These are all guys who, Jez McLennan. These are all guys who literally are just Cottrell. Well, I don't mind Crowder. I, I don't mind Casbolt and Dumont Sam going Mays, in there. Sam I don't. I, I don't mind Casbolt and Dumont going in there, but I don't like the whole delisting, relisting in the rookie draft. That's what it's become. It's just a joke. I actually think it's very amateur. I just think the rookie list doesn't serve a purpose right now for, you know, draft. It's not a draft. It's just a, it's a list management mechanism. Uh, so Carlton took Lockie O'Brien with our first pick in the draft, which was pick six. Uh, by the way, we do wish Levi Casbolt the best of luck. Pick three to Gold Coast. Um, and then I we took... really, like I had so many images of my head all preseason or, or off-season of Jones playing on Casbolt next year. Because <laughs> you just know he would manhandle him. It'd be embarrassing. It'd be a laugh. Jones peeling off Casbolt. We're not going to see it, unfortunately. But mm. Casbolt, look. That's all, a- all I'll say about Casbolt going to the Gold Coast is good luck. Good luck watching that. Um, yeah, Because we'll they'll wait. bloody need it. You never know. You never know how it'll pan out. I've seen weirder things pan out better. No. He was beyond unplayable in season 2021. It wasn't even... A lot of injuries as well, which is worth noting. I agree with you. He had a horrific season. I'm not disputing that, but I just think... We've seen... We've seen Rory Atkins on a five-year deal. Yeah, well, he had about 120 months at Carlton, and about 12 of them were good. Fair enough. (laughs) So, I just think, look... For me, I, I know we're not Gold Coast fans, but that is just exhibit 101 of why that club just can't progress. Because you're going to the rookie drafts and picking up Levi Casbolt. It's fair. But anyway, he's their issue now, thank God. 
Pick 24, we took Cottrell. Those two picks, O'Brien and Cottrell, were our only picks. And then we had a Category B rookie selection. And it was our first ever uh, Next Generation Academy selection. Dominic Akui. I'm so. I hope I pronounce we'll get, that. We'll get the pronunciation. I need to hear someone from the club on. pronounce it, but I think it's. But exciting a, South Sudanese product. Maybe a K a Kui. I'm not going to have a crack, so I'll get it wrong. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I've just got it wrong, probably. But um, yeah, looks good. Uh, not sure exactly what type of position he I is. Think he was defender. I think they said he's he's played everywhere. Ruck, defence. Even a bit of an in the forward line. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be playing immediately either. I think that's going to be a lot of... See, I, I look at him. I reckon that's... If everything goes to plan, that's probably a guy who's going to play earliest in like three years. Yeah. Like category- yeah that's, just a, that's just a wait and see. There's no pressure on Cat B rookies. I was going to say, Cat Bs, they, they never play straight away. No. They take ages. Um, and I was looking at photos of him. Like, look at this. Look at him today. He's, he's very, very slight. Like he's, you know, he's gonna no pressure. He's gonna take some time, so we can't expect much early. Um, but nonetheless, it's awesome to see someone yeah. come through from our next generation it academy because it seems like everyone else does it. Yeah, and finally we get one. Oh, the pictures are pretty good of Motlop today. It was pretty cool seeing. You know, you always like to see the draftees in the outfit for the first time. Yeah. Um. So really, we brought in two players. Um through the draft but our, our work was done in the trade period yeah exactly and now we wait and see now we wait and see we might we might do a provisional 22 at the end of this show okay. maybe we'll, we'll run yeah. through yeah, we'll yeah, run yeah. through what it might look like especially now with Liam Jones retiring so Bolt what are your thoughts just very quickly on Liam Jones's retirement because it's a it's a genuine um case of I'm almost just going to say it's a case of bizarreness the way his career unfolded you know he was on the verge of being delisted resurrected his career became part of the leadership group a stalwart in our back line respected across the league and for it to end like that in my opinion, is a case of bizarreness. It's shattering. It's for me, Shane. We're not going to speak about the vaccine or that. Yeah, it's, it's not our business. As in, we're both double vaxxed, so we're not. Uh, we're going to speak about this from a football sense. Yeah, no, nah, we don't. The, the politics behind it it's, doesn't it, need to be spoken nah, about. No, nah. but it's from a football sense. It's very. It's. I'm very sad about it because I really love Liam Jones. He's an exceptional player, and people, you know, trying to minimise how much of a loss he's going to be, are deluded. Because it is a massive loss. It is a critical you, loss. You use the word, the word irreplaceable. Well, he is. And I, I completely he agree. He really is. And you can replace him physically, sure. But, you know, no one's going to go close to that standard straight away. As in, and the guys are going to be vying for that position, Young, McDonald, and McGovern. Well, it's not even close. It's daylight. It's and, daylight, especially considering McDonald played in the forward line for us and, and, and McGovern is a and forward. it's more maybe in time someone like Young or McGovern could, you know, be really good. But, you know, we're, we're here for the now. And I think what's always held Carlson, I guess, our list in good stead is the fact we've always had a solid spine, a very good spine. And now you lose your full back and all of a sudden there's a chasm in the spine. And, you know, and Jones and Wiedering always held up defensively. Always held up. Yeah. Always reliable. And you know you look at our round one. You look at our round one opponents next year. Next year, Richmond. Well, you know you're going to have Weidering playing on Lynch, and all of a sudden Jack Rewalt says, "In 
I'm not sure about you. I'm not comfortable with McGovern playing on Ray Walt. No. I'm not comfortable with Lewis Young playing on Ray Walt. No. I'm not comfortable on, you know, March, Bank or Plowman playing on Ray Walt. Or, and, and that's the Liam Jones matchup. Mm. Mm. It's, it's, it's crazy because he was one of those players who, you know, just safe. Just safe. And we don't have many safe players in our list. You know, you know you're going to get a good performance out of him every week. We don't have many of those players um, at this point, and it's just shattering to lose one. It's And it's, I agree, it's irreplaceable. This is a catastrophe of epic proportions. We don't have an immediate replacement. As in- and we've got Melbourne round two. You know, look at them. They've got Ben Brown. They've got... Jackson McDonald. It's crazy. It, it's a massive Wiedemann loss. as well. I mean, it's it's it kills us losing Liam Jones because it, if you look at the competition as a whole... Our defense could have almost been regarded, you know, if you look at the best defensive duos in the league, oh, for sure. it's clear that May and Lever yeah. are the, is is the number one seeds. Probably Weedering and Jones are number two. Yeah. I, yeah. They were very dynamic. They complemented each other very well. One was very rash. One was very reasonable. And they, I feel they suited each other very well. I feel like they knew each other's games really well. And Jones was in our leadership group. It's a massive loss. And, and Wiedering became... Wiedering's career really took off when Jones came into that back line. Yeah. And That's when his career took off. He, he, he was in a bit of a crossroads he, before you know, then. Jones, you know, Jones settled Wiedering for sure because there was an ounce of reliability in the other key defensive post. It, it's... You know, I, I'm not happy about it. I'm not. I'm very disappointed. It's just... So can I just ask... No, like I'm pissed off. He, at the situation or at Just, him? Yeah, at the situation. Well, yeah, like so I'm, you said yeah, I am pissed off at him, but like the I, other I, night I can, he you... can do what he wants. But like it is, I'm just shattered at the situation. The other yeah, night you revealed have... a statistic to me, Bolt. <laughs> do you remember this? You were what pretty. Night was this? You were pretty drunk, but you came up to me and you said, "What night was it?" Um, oh, Friday night. Oh, I have no idea. Friday night. <laughs> you said, "Oh, I do know what I said." Yes. Can you reveal it? So... <laughs> So I did the math. About so, 12 beers in. Yeah, I did the math on my calculator. So you would have thought that, let's say there's six, there's five players at Carlton who I would deem irreplaceable. I can't really live without them. And I would have had Liam Jones as one of them. Yeah. The odds, the percentage of one of our five players from our club across the league being that player that didn't want to get the jab and had to retire because of it, 0.063% chance of happening. I think it was 006. Was it 012? And it's just trust. Of course it had to happen to us. It's, it like, it's a joke. It's an absolute of joke. Of course. It's so typical. As in, it's like... It's, it's like tomorrow Sam Walsh is going to walk his dog and get struck by lightning on a 30-degree day. God forbid. Well, yeah. But odds, like... It just had to be us, like, and it had to be someone that you just didn't want to lose. I know, I know. It's, it's. Yeah, you, I could have given him thirty others, but <laughs> <laughs> had to take Jones. It's, it's shattering. In all seriousness, it's shattering. He's irreplaceable. Um, but we move on, and, we'll and when we say irreplaceable, you know, people are going to say, "Oh, no one's irreplaceable." You know, we got McGovern. Of course, we'll move on. It, of course, the, but. I'm saying he's irreplaceable because there's no one as good as him that's going to play for us next he's year. He's a very unique player. Like, his ball use wasn't great, but defensively, just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. And look, McGovern, I am excited that McGovern, because you know I like McGovern, and he's a beautiful mark, he's a beautiful kick. 
And I think the fact that he's going to be able to see the ball coming at him is going to make life a lot easier for him. But, you know, McGovern's never one-on-one a defender. So I, it's going to be a lot of learning He's going to McGovern. line up on Jack Rewalt in round one, but and I'm it's going to be his first time. It'll be very interesting. And, you know, I think it will be Lewis Young. So I think Young's going to be... You I reckon think, Young will get the first crack ahead of McGovern? I think they'll both play. Well, I, I agree. I think they'll both think play they'll as both well. Play. Um, so I think McGovern's going to be that intercept sweeper can kind of peel off. See, I think Young's going to be that intercept sweeper. Well, Young's a big, Young's a big boy, but so, he's always been the third tall. No, I know he's never been a key, but he's a big fella. So it's going to be interesting. It, it's just, it's a pickle I didn't want to be in, and we're in it, and it, you, it just puts us on the back foot where we didn't need to be on the back foot. I agree. I agree. It's it's an annoying situation that really was unnecessary, came out of nowhere. Um, before we move on... I was on a beach in Byron Bay, had no service on my phone. Well, no, I was I got, messaging you, you I weren't got, replying. I got back up to the car park and I had 40 messages in this Carlton WhatsApp group and I'm thinking, oh boy, what's happened? And I saw it and it ruined my day. Probably your week, your whole trip, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, question before we move on. If Liam Jones was to come out and now get the vaccine can he then play or is he now off our list past the list lodgement like what happens there I have to read I'm not sure what happens there I'm sure someone on Twitter can help us out with that one I'd say he'd be and like what happens because this is the other thing change the mandate well that but also if you look at other lines of work I know this isn't the AFL's protocol but if you look at like this is the the AFL's protocol what I'm about to say I'm saying like the government laws um, I think if you like unvaccinated people I could be wrong but I think if they get COVID like they have a six month leeway where they don't need because they've got COVID they don't like need the vaccine certificate to go back to work does he fall under that like is there you know I don't know I doubt it I doubt it. it yeah I doubt it it's yeah. Look, I'm I'm tr- just trying to find any possible way of getting what, him back. Jo- Jones gets COVID and we walk into his walk into his isolation room. Here's your contract. <laughs> it's just very. It's just. It's just. Ugh. Yeah, it's a it's a disaster. It's devastating. It is because you look at the guy's ruined, career, it, it right? It ruined an amazing football story. It does. It does because he's going guy... to have a very good open mic one day. Yeah, he he's will. Gonna, he's going to have a great. He's going to. That's have... a must. We should try get him on. Oh, screw that. I want to go like publish a book and make some money off it. <laughs> um, so you look at his career and, you know, drafted to the Bulldogs. Um, very highly rated young start. And didn't, all, always did, the whipping boy. Yeah, the whipping boy didn't really turn out as planned at the Doggies. Mick Malthouse comes into Carlton, says, let's get Liam Jones. We get him. Um, obviously didn't turn out as a forward for us. And was it 2017? Yeah. Where, so 2017, he's done. His career's done. He knows he's done. Um, everyone knows the story of Liam Jones, just for some people who might not. Um, and yeah, you know, he's essentially, you know, he knows his career's done. And I think, was it Josh Fraser? Yeah. Who uh, was the VFL coach at the time or a VFL assistant coach. He said, let's try you out in the back line. Had like a month of best on ground performances, and it could have even been backline ruck, like a bit of a combo in the VFL. Gets the you know. call up. Was it first game he played on? It was against GWS. Yeah. 
played a ripper and never looked back since. And the way his career's panned out, he's ended up in the leadership group. Initially, he was a respected defender at Carlton, but now he's actually a respected defender in the entire AFL community. Everyone respects Liam Jones and knows his capabilities. And the fact that it's ended like this is just devastating. But yeah, we move on. Yep. And stay tuned for information. You can read it in the book. (laughs) I'll organize it for you, Bolt. You can sit down with a pen and paper and take down his story. I'll give you the hardcover. I think that might be a story for five years time. Uh, it's very disappointing, but we wish him all the best. He was he was a very good player for us, so I wish yeah, him all the best. Absolutely. Um, Bolt, what else is there to get through just before we end the show? I think well, we'll go through our 22 in a minute, a provisional 2022 20, at this point. But, um, yeah, I think that was, was pretty much all we had on the agenda for the show. Um, so, if, so if there is that supplementary list spot... Yeah. I'd like to think it would be another key defender. Maybe they look at any oh, mate. We just so, we need another I, key defender. I, I like the Marty Hall suge- Marty Hall suggestion after he was delisted for Melbourne. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I like the look of him before he was struck down by ACLs. Mm. Um, it's tough, as in Daniel Talia said he doesn't want to play. I thought maybe try and give David Asprey a call and see if he wanted to get another year under his belt just for a bit of an experienced head at fullback. As in David Asprey would be great. Yeah, I I liked the Asprey call. Um, it's hard it's very hard um, mm. I think the other one maybe we should touch on as well I think there were Sam Doherty returning to training this month yeah, as well unbelievable to see him back at the ground um, obviously I mean it's it's. I don't know what the what his health situation is at the moment but I can only wish him the absolute best oh the club's definitely we're all behind Sam Doherty our yeah. captain our captain our it's, it's it's just an amazing story and you know if he you know whether he plays again for us or not I don't care you know you just want him to be healthy but if he does step out onto the football field for Carlton again it'll be one of the greatest AFL stories this guy pulled out you know an unbelievable season uh, got the Australian jacket and since then two ACLs two cancer bouts of cancer if he returns it's just I mean brilliant like one of the all-time amazing stories, but you know, just get behind him. Um, and yeah, obviously, there's two days left, I think, to get behind the Movember cause um, that all the boys are growing their, yeah. their mows out. So you can head over to, I think, pretty much any of the players' Instagrams or the club's Instagrams and see the link for that. Um, I'll try to find it and post it. But Bolt, just before we end the show, let's quickly run through yep. a provisional 22. So this is, let, let's treat this for round one. Um, and let's let's go by, we'll, we'll say that the following players won't be available. So Marchbank won't because yep. I think he's probably looked at looking at getting him back let's in the middle available. part of the year. And we'll say David Cunningham's not available. True, it's a big one. We'll say Doherty's not available. Yep. Um... Who else is unavailable? Um, those three. Just those three? Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so back six. What are we What are we looking at here? It'll be Weedering. Yeah, so, so Weedering's a lock. Yeah. As in, as shit as it is, Plowman's going to be a lock. Sard's a lock. Sard's a lock. Newman. Well, I, I think Newman's a lock. Yeah. Oh, okay, let's not include Newman in this back six. Stock is going to be in there. Yeah. So we got... I think Lewis Young's going to be in there for round one. And we'll say Marchbank. Oh, sorry. Um, 
McGovern. Okay. Or should we say Williams? We'll say Williams. So the six were Weedering, oh, Williams... Oh, shit, he's going to want to pull his finger out this summer. <laughs> shit. Weedering, Williams, Young, Saad... Stocker. Weedering, Williams, Young, Saad, Stocker. And who was the sixth? Plowman. Plowman. Okay. The Plow- sixth... Plowman, my favourite BNF voter. The sixth... That sixth. actually keeps me up at night. Plowman actually finished above Jones in the best and fairest. Six midfielders Shh. bolt. The Ruckman will be Tacoming. And then the five, I think it's pretty straightforward. Cripps, Walsh, Chera, Hewitt, and probably Dow. Pro- maybe Kennedy? Let- let's let's go with Ed Kerno. Oh. Nah, okay. We'll say Matt Kennedy. You reckon Kennedy's ahead of Kerno round I one? I think they're both ahead of Kerno. I think Kerno might start round one, but I think is going to get pretty familiar with the sub vest. This year. Really? Yeah. See, I still think he didn't drop off at the end of last year. Mm. I don't know. Okay, okay. let's say Ed Kerno. He'll play round one. Well, the, I'm talking round one. Yeah, okay, I yeah. think he's safer for round one than the other okay. two. Okay, let's say Ed Kerno. So we got Deconing, Cripps, Walsh, Chera, Kerno, and... Um, I think Kennedy Hewitt. and Dow will both be there round one as well, though. Okay, so those are the six mids. Well, let's let's put... Okay. Let's go to the... We'll speak about them when we get to the yeah. bench. Six forwards. So it'll be Kerno McKay. Martin. Martin. Silvani. Silvani. And then it's these two forward pockets. I think it'll be Fisher Honey. I, I'm happy to go with that. I think Oes is behind both of them, and I think Durden and Motlop are as well. Yeah, so that's 18. So then I think the remaining four will come from Newman, Kennedy, Dow, make three of those spots. Possibly Nunes? We didn't have McGovern, though, and so then McGovern's that fourth. You reckon McGovern, and you don't. So then, so who you, pinch so hits? Probably Young, if McGovern's going to be down there. <laughs> well, he did it at Footscray. Uh-huh. Didn't do it very well. Well, Jack Silvani can pinch it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm just quickly. Having... So then, your fringe plays become Nunes. So then, who who are the emergencies? Probably well, Nunes. Yeah. Well, there's there's also Lockie Fogarty, who I think true. I think Fogarty... So maybe so, look, we might be too slow playing Kerno, Dow and Kennedy and Hewitt in the same midfield. Mm. That's why I really think Kerno drops out. I think Hewitt really makes life hard for Kerno. I really see Kerno as being... You're probably tw- right. Yeah. And look, Fogarty, Fogarty, Fisher, as in Fogarty, could, I, I actually think Fogarty's probably ahead of Fisher. The other one which we haven't really spoken about that's definitely a chance to start round one is Kemp. Yes. Like he well, he's, he's in the mix with Young and and McGovern. I know it's just hard because the two games we saw were pretty dire games as from yeah. a team perspective. Um, there's Newman as well. We had Newman on the bench. We yeah? had Newman. Um, and there's also Oscar McDonald. I mean, I don't think he's in the frame for round one, but possibly could be. A couple of other names: Williamson, um, Williamson, Setterfield, Setterfield. Oh yeah, out of contract end of next year. It's crazy his situation because I mean we haven't even touched on him as you know even the fringe. It's, 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 it's a it's a career defining season coming up for Will Setterfield. Would it be safe to say he's probably he's probably in the bottom six to eight players on our whole list? The way that it's yeah. panned out right now. No, he's probably not in the bottom six to eight. Well, I'm looking at this. I, I, I don't think. I, I, I think. I still think there's a player there. I still think he's 
I still think there's a play there. But if you look at our list as a whole, you know... No, I know. Well, he's, he's, pro- he's, he's on he, par with, he, like, O'Brien. Well, yeah. And look, O'Brien's going to try and press a spot as well in that team. I think, look... O'Brien S- finished the season strongly. Setterfield's in a very awkward position because Kennedy and Dow just elevated right past him and we brought in Hewitt. Mm, and Chera. Setterfield has to... Yeah. Setterfield has to find a way to evolve his game and get a point of difference. Mm. It'll be interesting. I'm happy with that for now. Yeah. That provisional 22. Um, let's come back to this. So, Bolt, over the summer, what have we got planned? Is there much... Plan. We'll try to get a couple of interviews in. Um, stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, Blue Baggers, we'll do a couple more Twitter spaces as well. We'll definitely get back into that uh, that area and hear from True. you guys. Yeah, we can do that. Did you receive your Carlton membership package? No. Have you? I do with the AFL membership, so no, not yet. Oh, you got the... Yeah, fair. fair. Yeah. Not yet, but it'll be interesting. To, look, I haven't recovered since... Because, you know, the last time they gave us... Because we didn't get a membership card last year. (laughs) So, we're still seething off our 2020 card, which had Petrescu seeding on it. Um, So, we're hoping for... Do you reckon he'll play for West Coast Round 1? Yeah. You reckon? (laughs) I haven't given it much thought, to be honest. It's weird. Really weird looking at him in a West Coast training kit. I find that bizarre. Why? Because it's just like... There are certain players which you just never expect to see in another club's outfit because you just don't imagine they're good enough. Like, he was one of those guys who was like a high pick at us. In my head, he was always a guy that we were never going to get rid of because he was a pick five until he was not good enough to be anywhere else. Like, we would yeah. we would, we would, would take all of the value out of him. We'd, we'd only let him go once he's literally worth nothing to anyone. Do you get what I mean? Like that's oh, I, I think they'll I think they'll give him every chance to play around. They'll give him every chance. I think he'll be there. Yeah. Um Bolt, I reckon that's all for today. Have they, they haven't given out jumper numbers to Hewitt and Young yet, have they? No, so Cherry got five. Cherry got five. I reckon I reckon Hewitt might get three maybe. I'd love them to retire three for a year. I'd love them to retire it for a year. Yeah. So what's available? Well fourteen probably what young gets to be honest that'll be young for sure for sure motlop what will he get i don't know what else is there i'd love them to give him 19 yeah that makes a bit of sense doesn't it direct replacement oh i think it and i i know adelaide did it with andrew mcleod they like getting the young indigenous boys into those you know famous indigenous numbers of the club yeah so i think that would be a nice touch mate Michael Gibbons how much is number more, 40s there. How much more comfortable, just quietly, would you have felt with Motlop coming in if Eddie was still at the club, yeah, like, as Eddie. a mentor? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I can't believe he's freaking doing it at Geelong. How much of an asset would he be to Jesse Motlop? 100%. It's a great call. It's He'd a be a massive... Call. We've literally picked up his replacement with our first pick in the draft, and he's not at the club to mentor him. Like, yeah, well, it's we, just... Well, wanted him in the commercial department. What can you, what can you say? Look, I think it's fair. I think, and I think we addressed this on one yeah, of our yeah, last yeah. shows. But like, I can see what they're thinking. You know, straight to business, no sentiment, no, you know, the, no, we're not stuffing around. I think that's the feel you get with us right now. Yeah, the membership ads with Voss in it look pretty good. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, the one with him walking down the corridor. Yeah, it looks good. I have watched that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm a guy that likes seeing people walk down corridors, and <laughs> he looked, yeah, he looked good. 
Bolt, that's all for today. We'll be back um, over the summer. Stay tuned. Do you have any plans for the summer? Um, looking forward oh, to... Oh, you got all here, Mr. Tennis. Looking we don't forward hear to from, We don't hear from you during the tennis. Looking forward to it, <laughs> I must say. Um, Jan 1, it all begins. What are your plans? Are you going away? Well, I've just been away for a bit, but I'll, I'll be in and out. Melbourne Victory started back up, so I'll be on the road with them for a bit. If you go for the Victory and you go to Victory Games... Go to the Northern Terrace. Is it still called the Terrace? Yeah, do you guys, what do you guys call I it? I call it the North End. So go to the North End and go to the back row. I'm really <laughs> I'm really exposing you right now. And look for the man who's on his feet just clapping. And that will be Bolt. I'm a side clapper. I sit on the side, back row. Clapping above the head, big arms, waving up and down. <laughs> These ones. Well... No, we love it. We love no, the passion. Just quietly, the victory back. So, and uh, the crowd looked ridiculous on Sunday. Well, That's good. as good as it gets, really. The the the, nice. the 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 um no blue COVID, and white yeah. flags, very very cool. No COVID restrictions say. as well. It's sport, so yeah. no, no zones inside stadiums. <sighs> I'm keen for round one. It was very nice. Get me to the G on Thursday, March 27 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I'm keen. Bolt. That's all. Thank you. Very good. We'll be back to do this again very soon. Blue Baggers, I hope you have a great uh, off-season, we'll call it. And a Merry Christmas to everyone. And enjoy your holidays. We'll be back back in the studio very soon. Thank Cheers. you.